Well, I've got a lot of things on my mind tonight before I go to sleep, and I wanted to share it with you as part of a Garrett Extra, Alex.Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T, 21 at Yahoo.com, G-A-R-R-E-T-T, 21 at Yahoo.com. Firstly, I hope that whatever I've been talking about isn't actually inspiring you to go out and break social distancing guidelines. What I mean by that is if some... If, if people start to post an overly optimistic, yes, we can get out there, yes, the numbers are going down, picture, it will inspire m- mankind, the human, to not only do what we're seeing across the country with the protests, but it'll cause people to try and just get out and about and continue the spread, even if they're not aware they are. So, I hope on this podcast I haven't truly advocated going out and not abiding by the guidelines. I do not want to see that. I still believe shelter in place should be honored, respected, and abided by, especially because I live right by a hospital. And to be honest, every time I get out, or every time I want to get out, every time I want to go take a walk, every time I want to say, why is this still happening? Those sirens of the ambulances are like God's message to me saying, Just hold on a little bit longer. There's still tragedy happening around you. Do not make yourselves susceptible to it. And certainly, do not try and go anywhere if you are going to be next to people because you don't want someone to catch it. Especially if you end up in a gathering of sorts that shouldn't even be happening. So... Just just thought I'd say that because I do know I have a very hopeful, optimistic, we have to move forward tone. But I don't want it to come off as like I'm telling you, hey, you have to do this. You have to get out there. You have to defy this. Don't defy the quarantine. Stay in place and listen to the CDC guidelines. And then we'll get back to normal. We're all inside for a reason, right? And the hours really don't become anything because it's like you're going to get up anyway the next day and not go anywhere. <laughs> so I just thought I'd, I'd play my role and say, you have to stay inside. You have to stop thinking that you can beat this. You have to understand that the reason why sirens are continuing to go on around us is because there's still cases, unfortunately, happening. My condolences to my colleague, Matt Sambolin, who lost his grandmother to COVID-19, by the way. Awful. Just awful. And when they say, well, why aren't you reporting it? Why are you reporting it such if they have underlying conditions? It's also been proven that when COVID comes into the system, it enhances it. It perpetuates the rest of what someone's got going on. So I think the CDC is right to claim those as the COVID-19 victims. The presumption of it, though, no, you need testing to be verified. And I'm glad that New York is doing antibody testing this week. FDA approving another in-home testing kit, which is great. And we'll be getting through this. I know we will. I know we will. But there were a couple other things on my mind. Firstly, did you know that there was a huge, huge hack 
into the Gates Foundation, into the WHO, World Health Organization, and, and, get this, the Wuhan lab, where this all supposedly are being investigated to have been started in. And here's my thought on that. And it really struck me today. We're like, whoa. People are going after the Gates Foundation. People are going after Wuhan. People are going after WHO. Hackers are. The bottom line is, that's because there is pushback against all these organizations. But what people who continue to put down the WHO and the Gates Foundation. Look, I'm not happy. I think everybody seems to be in bed with each other. I think the Gates Foundation is in bed with the WHO. I think the WHO is in bed with China. Because why is it China was basically the only country that said, World Health Organization is doing a great job with this. It's you Americans that are the units. Why would they deflect like that? Because they were partnering with each other. That's what I believe in. That that, that just seems like the most logical thing to cover up this thing, this virus, this pandemic. And on the flip side of that, though, when you do make a quote-unquote dog whistle for people to hack, that's also dangerous. You may not like Bill Gates. You may not like the WHO president. You may not like... What happened in Wuhan? But when you release these addresses, when you release this personal information, you're actually being counterproductive. You want results? Let the investigations roll out. Don't bring it upon yourself. Because the minute you do that, the minute you open the door to releasing private information, is the day you say, I don't care about anybody's well-being. I'm sure WHO has some good, good people in there. I'm sure the Bill Gates Foundation has some good people in there. I am sure of that. I'm also sure Wuhan has good people in there. So, for the leaders, stop pushing this through people's minds. The WHO needs to be cut. Funding needs to be cut. Because clearly now, there's endangering lives. And this has been happening for a while. They've been trying to get through and hack these different servers. But don't perpetuate it by constantly bringing them up at the White House press briefing by saying how bad they are, by saying we need to cut the funding. Because I think what we're seeing is a true inspiration for evildoers to put lives at stake by releasing names and addresses and phone numbers of these workers within the different organizations. It's not going to help the cause at all. And I'm sure that the FBI is going to take care of this because the people that have been hacking it are actually on the FBI watch list. Would you believe that? I know I would. But then there's this other story which hits closer to home. I was scrolling through articles and and there's been... Studies showing that food banks are reporting in higher need than ever before. They say that 
There's virus risks, political and social, attached to this as hunger is rising. The AP reported on this, by the way. And Bloomberg. The number of people facing acute food insecurity will almost double this year to 265 million people unless swift action is taken, according to the UN's World Food Program. So I'm going to tell you, if you do feel called to help here in New York, or if you're in need, okay, I think it's time to not think everybody's not in need of food right now. I think there's a high risk of people truly going hungry. But we do have a food bank here in New York City. So if you want to donate goods, foodbanknyc.org, foodbanknyc.org is there. You'll see a pop-up banner for COVID-19 response. But let me just read to you what is going on. Because Food Bank NYC is actually reporting that they have a... 50% of New York City residents concerned about how they will afford food as the crisis continues. Food Bank NYC has therefore responded by kicking up production and everything and delivery of these meals. Over 5 million of them so far, by the way, since the start of this response by the city to lock us down. And they're doing it social distancingly. Distancingly. They are deploying food distribution, including drive-through pantry bag pickups, seniors-only distribution hours, home deliveries, and pop-up food distribution citywide. And they're also providing 30,000 healthcare workers with food and emergency groceries. So if you do see start seeing stats of hunger rising, just know in our city there's there's hunger here too. Just know that foodbanknyc.org is a way to get through to help people if you can afford it in this time. And most importantly, just know there are resources. If you feel helpless, if you feel struggled, there are continuing to be resources to help you. You are not going through this alone. The city is not going through this alone. We have help. And it's not the time to be proud and say, I don't need the help. No, no. If you need any kind of help, if you need any anything, check out the resources. Check out Food Bank NYC. Check out places that are coming in clutch during the most dire of times, which we are in right now. Jesus Christ humbled himself. In the most powerful ways possible. He wasn't flashy. He was very wise, obviously. He was very concerned for everybody. He didn't think he was above anybody else. He just believed he was doing the will he was supposed to do. And saw it through even to the cross. Even to Resurrection Sunday. So if he can humble ourselves, we too should be able to. 
one way or another. And we should be able to humble ourselves to the point where if we feel something, we get that test done. To figure out if we've had it, if we don't have it, when we had it, yada, 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 whatever. Don't push through this like you're some superhero. Because you're not. And the other thing was today there was a big outcry on the parade with uh, Mayor Bill uh, de Blasio announcing that when this is all clear, you'll see a big parade. And Eric Ulrich actually did that tweet in March, way before today, saying the same thing. Well, people were like, well, why aren't we, if we don't have the money, why are we going to do this? Well, I kind of agree on that side, too. And I think our nurses and healthcare professionals are going to need counseling. This is not easy for anybody. The front lines especially. It's not easy for them. I pray for them. I pray for my friends on the front line of this disaster day in and day out. I pray that you don't go hungry during this crisis. I pray the economy kicks up. I pray that love will win out over everything else in this battle. And that that motto, love will win out, continues past COVID-19. But I also hope we're smart about things. I hope we take care of ourselves. I hope we can make sure no others are sickened during this time. We truly can do this together. We just can't see people endangering the lives of the WHO, Gates Foundation, Wuhan lab through their hacking. And we can't sit by if we've seen things in place to help out. If you can support them, great. If you need them, so be it. Let's humble ourselves. Because that is the only way the world can move forward. Are you willing to do that with me? Alex.Garrett21AYAHO.com Alex.G-A-R-R-E-T-T 21AYAHO.com Lots more to talk about tomorrow, so we'll save it to tomorrow. And I hope you have a great night. And remember, do not be anxious, as the Lord says. It's in His time. And we have to just respect it, abide it, And know he's got something bigger for us in the making. God bless you. And have a great rest of your night.